0: Love Talk Radio.
1: to relax. You know what that means. Battle, battle, battle. <laughs> Sorry, i watching too much Roast Battle. It's all I got stuck in my head all day long. I'm Kevin. I don't know Candid. what that is. I'm Peter Chang. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> roast Battle is like the greatest fucking show ever. <laughs> it's uh, it's the second time they've done it on TV. They did it like once last year. I forget if it was this time last year or what. But uh, Roast Battle is it's basically like the Comedy Central roast. Um, It's on Comedy Central, and Jeff Ross, you know, the Roastmaster General, he hosts it and everything. And basically, it's like a tournament where they have, you know, comics who are good at roasting, like, come up and they roast each other. You get, like, four jokes, like, back and forth, and then whoever wins, you know, advances in in the tournament. And it's just, (laughs) it's so good. Even though it's like people, you wouldn't expect it to be as good because it's, like, people you don't know. At least, like, the Comedy Central roast, they're typically roasting, you know, like, Donald Trump or some big celebrity. These are just like, they're roasting each other, but they still, they do their research on each other beforehand, so there's like a lot of deep stuff. Like So it's a lot of stuff about making fun of their dead relatives and (laughs) all the horrible things that have happened to them in their lives. And just completely going for the jugular and saying the most offensive things they could possibly say. And it's fucking glorious. (laughs) That's pretty crazy. (laughs) It's like a four-night thing. So they started it, I think it was Thursday night, yeah. Thursday night. Um, tonight is the finale. Uh, they're down to like the top eight, so they gotta, yeah, the top. I oh, mean, top four actually. Yeah, so top four tonight, and then they'll narrow it down and finish it all off. So by tonight, we'll have a winner, and I'm so excited because it's so great. Oh man, <laughs> that sounds pretty crazy. Love this show. You should definitely check it out if you got like Comcast on demand. Look for those episodes, because it's glorious. <laughs> well, I don't have that, but it does sound pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. That's, Indubitably. That's,
0: that's
1: <laughs> Speaking of things that are really good, oh, my God. So I finally I got to try that, uh, that Taco Bell fried chicken, like, ch- chalupa shell they got now. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's amazing. <laughs> Is it good? Oh god, it sounds disgusting. Yeah, I I was very dubious when I heard about this, but man, it is so good. And there's a sauce in there that apparently is avocado based. But man, it Ooh. I don't even usually like avocado, but it was so good.
2: <laughs>
1: huh. Well now. Yeah, I'm you definitely gotta go I try it, it. It's amazing. Mm. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> So the naked chicken chalupa—I think it's what it's called—but go, go get yourself one. I'm gonna have to try that probably today because I'm fat. <laughs> Same. I here. love avocado. Damn
0: it. Oh, Leo I didn't want to try like that
1: because it—it reminds me of the double, uh, the double down that KFC had. <laughs> I can totally see that, but it's way better. Like this actually kind of makes sense in a weird way. I—I I mean, I didn't see it at first, but. Man, does it work? Like the chicken is really good. I think it's pretty much the same huh. chicken they had in the in those uh very short lived they had some kind of chicken thing out like maybe a year ago. I forget what it was exactly, but it was kind of like they just put uh like a chicken biscuit inside a taco shell kind of thing or maybe yeah. in a burrito shell. Either way, the chicken it's the same chicken I think from there and it's it's really good, surprisingly. You do not think Taco Bell is a place for fried chicken, but <laughs> they do it pretty pretty right. They they have the, uh, they're part of the Yum brand, so like, oh uh, god, so essentially what it is is, you've got the uh, the KFC and the Taco Bell. I think A and W, Pizza Hut, all of them are all part of the same same brand. Yep. Yeah, actually, at the Chicago Ridge Mall, the Pizza Hut and uh, KFC are together. So. <laughs> oh wow. Kind of makes sense. Huh, I didn't even know they had Pizza Hut and KFC there now. That's crazy. Oh, I say Pizza Hut? I meant KFC. KFC and Taco Bell. Oh, KFC and Taco Bell. Oh, well, that's crazy because it's always just in the regular Taco Bell. Yeah,
2: yeah they, no, they moved pizza it Pizza Hut in
1: the mall.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, they might as well. They got Sbarro's, like. Oh, that's true. Well, they don't do Pizza by the Slice, though, Beast. I don't know why, but... Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess if their slices aren't, you know, so big. <laughs> people would be like, what? <laughs> this ain't gonna fit me up. Especially they give you, like, one of those square, those, like, rectangular pizzas, and, they're, like, you could have one piece of this.
0: <laughs> it's like, what?
1: <laughs> this thing's like an inch long on both sides. I call shenanigans. <laughs> Alright, so I guess we uh, I'm, I'm curious what, what you got planned today because you got a mystery list Um, Actually, I don't even have a list because every time I thought I oh, okay. coming up with a <laughs> list um, I thought that it would be a good list for you and I to both do because, I don't know we <laughs> have a similar mindset on a lot of stuff so uh, I got to the point where I was just like, no, I'll just I'll let Kevin finish his list this week, and then we can come up with a list we normally do after this one. Because I can't really think of anything that we both don't like together, <laughs> which is odd. But <laughs> I've already done that's four true. games, and it's like the only thing that kind of differentiates you and I. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's an area where I can't really contribute too much. It's like, I like shoots and ladders, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ants in the pants because <laughs> I was going to do a list and then uh, I was like oh I'll just think of another one for this week and I was like, every time I came up with one because I was thinking about different movies like different comedy movies and I was like no Kevin definitely want to do that one and like a whole <laughs> bunch of different stuff so I was like I don't know what to do oh, oh my god so <laughs> alright well we will talk about some reviews then later on for games yeah. and some Get into some Nerd Corner news, if possible. I didn't really write much Ooh. down, but I'll do it off the top of my head. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, first I guess we'll kick off with, I'm going to do my uh, kind of, I would say top 15, but it's really top 14 and an asterisk <laughs> uh, for worst movies that I saw in 2016. Um, I'm I excited. figured instead of the normal theme song, I should dust off this old gem. It seems very fitting for the topic at hand.
0: Mm. This movie sucks shit. It stinks. Man, Batman and Robin was so gay. I want my eight bucks back. Yeah, I wasn't big fan either, but Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Word, bitch, Phantom's like a mall fucker.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> that was weird. I, I know I've heard that before, but that was didn't get any cooler there. <laughs> I like it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely been a while since we played that one. I had to like re-add it to the switchboard because I knew it wouldn't be there again. <laughs> like if you don't use things for a while, basically it kind of goes in an area of the switchboard where you can't get to when you're doing the show. That one's <laughs> weird. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> first I guess I'll mention some that you know we're close to making the list, but just not quite. Uh, Rogue One obviously as we talked about a couple weeks ago I was not a big fan of I was pretty disappointed in how that turned out but it did have some good stuff in the last part of the movie so that kept it from being officially on the bottom 15 Um, although I definitely have many many problems with that movie and I definitely recommend anyone out there watch the Red Letter Media videos they've made about (laughs) Rogue One there have been like four all together I think and they're all fucking hilarious (laughs)
0: That's I mean, pretty awesome. I definitely,
1: highly recommend all of them. Uh, <laughs> they're, a lot of them are kind of different. Uh, there's one where they called the Nerd Crew podcast episode one, <laughs> and they just they're kind of making fun of like nerdist and some of the mu- movie shows I watch on Collider, and just how they're all so super enthusiastic about this, you know, the new Star Wars movies, even though they're terrible.
2: <laughs>
1: it's kind of how I feel all the time, <laughs> but. It's, so, yeah, I definitely recommend checking those out. Uh, they're way better than the Rogue One movie itself, for sure.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and <laughs> Rob Zombie's movie, 31, like I said, that was close, but at least it did have Doomhead in it, so it did have something worthwhile.
0: That's true. Something good Doomhead a pretty that awesome. Movie.
1: <laughs> he was. He was great. <laughs> Would have been a way better Joker. All right. So, my kind of uh The One with the Asterisk here. The movie I did not actually see in the theater, but I did, you know, watch it at home and it was in fact terrible. Uh I was got to talk about X-Men Apocalypse.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't even saw that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to go to the theater and give them my money, but I did, you know, watch it uh online at at some point and Boy, was it terrible. <laughs> Uh, I mean, aside from all the usual X-Men bullshit of completely fucking up their own timeline in ways that don't make sense, like, this one was just terrible, like, (laughs) even more so than usual. They finally brought in characters that people have been waiting for forever, beloved characters that people have been waiting to see, like Psylocke and Jubilee, and they did nothing with them at all. (laughs) Like, I think Psylocke had maybe three lines. Um, and really none of which were interesting or important at all. Um, you don't really ever... I don't think she ever did the actual, like, the psychic blade that she has come out of her arm. I don't remember seeing that. If she used it, if she fired it up at all, you definitely never saw it actually connect with anybody and, like, fuck fuck up their head. So it's like, oh, that's just kind of pointless. Uh, Jubilee, I think she had even less, like, screen time. I think she was on screen all of 30 seconds, probably had maybe one line, possibly two, and never even attempted to use her powers. So it's like, wow. Really great thing you put Jubilee in this movie. <laughs> so that she could be a so non-expector. Yeah. At least in theory. In this movie, I don't know what she did. <laughs> Cause she <wasn't> anything.
0: <laughs> Who knows in that movie? <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, like, this movie was just terrible. Like, Jennifer Lawrence clearly does not want to be in these X-Men <laughs> movies anymore because she was just not trying in the in the least. Uh, she basically would look like Jennifer Lawrence the entire movie when she's, you know, Mystique, who's either supposed to be, you know, blue and the red hair and stuff, or she's chafing in other people. But nope, she apparently just didn't want to be in the makeup and just decided to look like Jennifer Lawrence the entire movie. So it was just Jennifer Lawrence in a leather jacket. It's like, oh, okay, you're not trying. <laughs> There's this part where she's supposed to be like appealing to Magneto's emotions and like getting through to him, but she was just like, no, Eric, you can't. <laughs> like, she was completely checked out the entire time. Just don't care anymore. <laughs> yep. Speaking of, like, Magneto's, like, using his his new apocalypse powers to, like, he's about to destroy the world, and she's trying to talk him down. It's her and Quicksilver, because Quicksilver's the only one who could get her there, you know, because he's, you know, super fast. So he can get her up there. And now, Quicksilver, by this point, he has realized since the last movie that Magneto is his father. Um, Magneto is, you know, crushed at this point because he tried to, you know, give up the life and get a new fan start this family, and they found out he was mutant and his family ended up getting killed so he's all upset now Quicksilver now knows that he is you know the son of Magneto so this seems like a good time to say that right to tell Magneto like oh (laughs) hey uh, I'm your son like you still have family but he doesn't (laughs) he just stands there silently while Mystique tries to make her very lifeless appeal to him It's like, what the fuck, why would you not do that? Like, this is the perfect time to be like, hey, dude, I'm your son. And then, like, there's a brief mention at the end of the movie, like, oh, are you going to tell him? He's like, oh, you know, maybe, someday. (laughs) It's like, this would have been the movie to do that. You're you're probably not even going to get any more X-Men movies before this thing gets rebooted. So if you were going to do it, you should have done that already. (laughs) Plus there's like a whole thing in the middle where like in the middle of the whole apocalypse thing like um, Weapon X just shows up and kidnaps a couple of the X-Men and takes them to their compound and they end up freeing Wolverine and escaping. And this is like 20, 25 minutes in the middle of the movie that really has nothing to do with the rest of the fucking movie. It's not like Wolverine joins them and then goes with them on the rest of the thing. He just escapes. It's just basically just there to set up for future things, I guess it was just completely stupid and didn't belong in this movie at all. Well, they've given up. That's all I could say. Yep. (laughs) And really, like, the whole movie, it seemed like it was supposed to be an origin story of how Professor X lost his hair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that was the whole purpose of this movie. (laughs) And, like... It doesn't
1: make sense. Like, it could have just been like, oh, he got old, which I think is what most people would expect. But no, they wanted to have an origin of why he lost his hair. <laughs> That's hilarious. hair hilarious. <laughs> they thought it was a very important piece of the storyline, I guess. But uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I really hope they do reboot the X-Men movies because this is just a train wreck.
2: Um, well, so, uh,
1: number 14 I of the... <laughs> yeah, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> now, number 14, uh, the actual list of movies I saw in the theater. Um, it's going to be a little movie called Nerve. Um, it's only 14 because, you know, it, it wasn't super terrible um but it wasn't really very good either um i mean i'm glad i saw it because i do like emma roberts she's great and so it was definitely worthwhile for her alone but overall it like i said before i think we talked about this on the show that like it just seemed like a very very watered down teen version of like 13 sins which was way way better it's that same kind of premise where, you know, there's this website that wants you to do these dares, and if you do them, you know, you win, you win all this money and stuff like that. But it was just so toned down, like, <laughs> when you look at the crazy, like, fucked up shit that was going down in, like, 13 cents, and then you look at this where it's like, oh, walk across this ladder between two apartment buildings. It's like, really?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is shame. The I actually ditch. wanted to see this one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's if I'd never seen 13 Sins or any of those other movies like it, it might have been better, but it just felt so, you know, tame and watered down that it's just kind of like, oh, <laughs>
0: that's
1: that's not as fun. That's crazy. Yeah, because I, I do like movies, obviously, like that, where they, you know, make you do crazy stuff and shit gets real, but shit just never got real enough. <laughs> Sad,
2: sad, sad. sad. I
1: think it was based on some kind of a young adult novel, which really tells you everything right right there.
0: It's basically like I think
1: I said before that it's the same difference between like you know the Hunger Games versus Battle Royale. Like Battle Royale was just way better, (laughs) and they focused on the kids, you know, killing each other and crazy weapons. Whereas the Hunger Games is like "Eh, it's basically the same thing, but we're going to focus on what kind of dress she's going to (laughs) wear, shit like that. Yeah. Like, boo. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, let's see. So, my number 13. Now, this is a movie that is up for some Oscar, you know, nominations. Um, and I, I can't blame... I think, uh, like, Natalie Portman is nominated for Best Actress for this movie. Jackie... And I don't have a problem with that because the movie was not great, but she was fantastic in it. Uh, she she mm-hmm. plays you know Jackie Onassis, uh, the widow of John F. Kennedy. Um, and she really, I she definitely nailed the character for sure. Like she sounds like her, she she looks like her, she you definitely feel for her and what she's going through. So she does a very good job with the acting performance. It's just everything else that just doesn't work. It's essentially, there really isn't much of a plot to this movie. <laughs> it's just kind of following her, you know, life in the, in the time, you know, shortly after JFK is assassinated kind of thing. Like a journalist goes to interview her, and she's kind of talking to the journalist and kind of telling, you know, stuff about what happened and that kind of stuff. And it kind of keeps cutting back and forth between this interview and various different points of time, so sometimes it'll be right after it happened, and or sometimes it'll be a couple of days after, and she's planning the funeral, that kind of thing. And it's just jumping all over the place, which really doesn't help you try to figure out like where, when is this movie gonna end? Yeah, because <laughs> it's just so nonlinear, and <laughs> it's just it really there's nothing going on. Like it's it's a woman who's in mourning, and she's you know, obviously very bereft and she's grieving and stuff. So you're just watching that for like over two hours, which is not really a good time. <laughs> and it's not like you really like learned a lot about what happened. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, she's she's sad, but she, you know, you would be in this situation for sure. <laughs> but there really is, is no plot. It's like, oh, are they going to, like, uh, how are we going to do the funeral? Like, Are the heads of state going to walk or are they going to be in a car? It's like, well, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure this really happened and stuff, but not terribly interesting. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, the fact that it was just so all over the place and really didn't tell much of a story has got to go against it in my book. Um, And also, uh, Peter Sarsgaard, he played Bobby Kennedy, you know, Kennedy's brother, who, you know, just like JFK and Mayor Quimby, for that matter, he kind of has that same voice theoretically, or supposed to. Yeah. uh, yeah. But (laughs) Peter Sarkisar really didn't even try to do that. I mean, you you don't want to go so far that it's like a cartoon, but he didn't even, like, try. (laughs) So you're like, wait, this is supposed to be Bobby Kennedy? (laughs) So he was terrible and just way miscast. Uh, So I did not appreciate that at all, but so like I said, um, you know Natalie Portman, she was great uh, I can't say a bad word about her, like she managed to capture you know Jackie O without being like a you know a cartoon character or just someone doing an impression, but she actually felt you know natural at it, so she was great, but the movie overall just not so good uh yeah okay why because there was a more interesting story to be told, they just didn't get
0: to
1: it. All right. Let's see. I don't even know if you've heard of this one. It's called... My number uh, 12 is Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Uh, Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) This was a movie directed by Ang Lee. um, Basically about... Uh, like a soldier and kind of his, his, uh, whatchamacallit, his, you know, his, uh, group. They basically went through some, some shit. One of the commanding officers got killed and this Billy Lynn, he really stepped up and, you know, did some, some, some cool shit and stuff like that. So they come back and they're kind of getting medals and all this stuff and they want, like, uh, some, like, Hollywood people are interested in their story and all this kind of stuff and they're, you know, like a big, big thing. Kind of like the, you know, the SEAL Team 6 kind of kind of the type thing. Um, and so they're going to be going to this uh, football game and they're going to stand up at uh, halftime as part of the halftime show and like salute and all that kind of stuff. So they're, you know, yeah. big thing. They're all being treated like heroes, that kind of thing. And there were some good parts of this movie. Like I did like the interaction between, you know, all the people. Like, you know, these soldiers, like, they had good chemistry together, and, like, seeing their their bond was really cool, so I I did appreciate that, for sure. The problems with this movie, the couple things are, I feel like Ang Lee was definitely, you can tell this movie was made by an Asian guy, because, like, Vin Diesel, who was, like, the commanding officer, like, he was a Buddhist for some reason.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh.
1: Like, I don't think that really makes a whole bunch of sense. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like Ang Lee is like trying to make you know, you're in the army. How many people are, are how many white guys you know that are Buddhist <laughs> and hardcore That's preaching kind of strange, about Buddha yeah. every second? <laughs> Seems a little odd. <laughs> and also the next big problem, this was basically generic thing the movie. <laughs> Like so something I really liked about the movie, um, oh, what the fuck was it? Um shit, well, I can't remember the name of that movie the uh the horror movie with the um uh, where the Green the Inferno? online girl
0: oh the no, den?
1: what is it? the den? Oh, no, no, but it's a like that. One. We're all on Skype. Oh. Uh, My fuck, girl killed herself, the name and then she's like, yeah, shit. Oh, oh, man, it's that one movie that just came. Fuck. Hold on. Yeah, it was only like a uh, year and a half ago, but I've somehow forgotten the name of it. I know, I have it. I'm looking at it. Oh, Skype.
0: I'm going to try it before you. follows
1: because it was about the same time, but I know it's not. No, it follows. I just funny. saw that movie the other day. Oh, it's <laughs> a
0: good movie. I don't know. I don't put it movies. <laughs> um, what the hell is that movie called? Unfriended?
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> ah, I <it> feel <laughs> dumb. <laughs> good job. <laughs> but yeah, what I liked about Unfriended was like how spe- like how you know realistic it was in that they used Skype and like iTunes and Facebook and YouTube and all this stuff. But in the Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, it was like everything was super generic. Like whatever football team this was supposed to be, they never even say the name of it. And I think it's supposed to be a made-up team, <laughs> but they still didn't say the name of it. And they would be like, "Oh, this team hasn't won in eight years." And so it's just like, what? Just say it. <laughs> like, none of the jerseys had any kind of name on it.
0: <laughs> it's like, what
1: the fuck? That's weird. <laughs> they like, Beyonce, or uh, Destiny's Child was playing at the uh, halftime show, but you only ever see them from like behind, so you never see a face at all.
0: <laughs> it's like, what oh, the weird. fuck?
1: Either get Destiny's Child, or get somebody who can play Destiny's Child. I'm not going to fucking know the difference, practically. <laughs> <laughs> and just have someone playing Destiny's Child, or, gets, or have the act be somebody you can get. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> but it's just weird when they constantly just show them from behind. It's like, well, that's weird. Oh, I know what you're talking you're about. You're clearly yeah, just that, trying that to hide things. And it even, like, went to, like, they are talking about, you know, they're all sitting down for family dinner or whatever when the kid goes home, and... Like, they even just say, like, oh, ever since we got rid of that dictator. It's like, you can't even name, like, the dictator that you got rid of. Like, fuck. I'm assuming it's not Hussein, but Jesus Christ. Everything is just so, we don't want to say, we don't want to say. It's just like, oh, my God. I hate this. <laughs> And so basically, like, he's, you know, this kid's kind of got post-traumatic stress disorder from what, everything that happened, and he's kind of thinking about, um just bailing. Like, his sister really wants him to just kind of go AWOL and shit. And he, basically, he can, you know, get some kind of psych evaluation that will get him out. Um, he kind of, he still wants to stick with the, you know, with the army and that kind of thing. And that storyline was yeah. pretty good. But then the stuff with his sister, like, his sister is played by Kristen Stewart, and she wasn't bad. But they were playing it like they wanted to fuck each other. <laughs> I was kind of like, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure they established this as his sister. How come they definitely seem like they
0: want to fuck? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> That's weird.
1: I mean, they are from Texas, so maybe that thing, kind of thing is okay there. But... <laughs> just a little strange. Yeah. Smidgen. <laughs> so, yeah. Billy Lynn's long halftime walk, not very good. Um, I don't think anybody really saw it other than me. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's see. Number 11. Number 11 was Money Monster.
0: I'm not even really sure what that
2: is.
1: Yeah, this came out maybe last, I don't know, April, May, somewhere around there. Uh, It's a movie directed by Jodie Foster, um, starring, like, uh, George Clooney and Julia Roberts. Basically, like George Clooney is this big investor guy, kind of like that that one dude who's always on TV talking about, like, he's got, like, the goatee and he's bald and that kind of thing. He's always super excitable. Yeah. Always yelling about stocks and shit like that. (laughs) Like, he's basically (laughs) got a show like that where he's always, you know, recommending stocks and all this kind of shit. Um, and then this, this guy shows up, he you know gets onto the set and basically takes the place hostage because he's pissed off that he lost everything because this guy recommended he get involved in some stock and then it tanked and so he's fucking mad as hell and he's going to fucking make George Clooney so I'll give his mo- get his money back for him. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's just very, very bullshit from the get-go. It's like fucking crybaby. baby. <laughs> Like, yeah. obviously, everything goes down in the stock market. Like, <laughs> that's why I never touch the stuff. <laughs> You're going to end up losing your money at some point. That's pretty much how it seems to work. <laughs> and uh, so it's just, it's not a very good movie. It should have been a lot more tense than than it ended up being. It really didn't come through on that end at all. Um I don't know. It just—it was a lot of bad scenes on top of bad scenes, and this came came across as kind of hokey. So I definitely don't recommend Money Monster. Uh, It was a long time ago. I don't even remember too much about it, but I remember it was not a good experience. (laughs) Um, uh, my number eleven is going to be or number no number ten. Number ten is Mike and Dave need wedding dates.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think I only saw this at, like I when I first saw the trailers I was like, this really doesn't look very good and then they ran the fuck out of it so I kept seeing it every week and just getting more and more angry. But then like it came out and it was like the only even <laughs> remotely watchable thing that weekend so I was like alright, fuck I'll go see it. And it just was not good. <laughs> it just, like, I don't know, the best thing I can say, is, or the easiest way to put it is it was a comedy, but it just wasn't funny. <laughs> like, I don't think I ever really got anything, any kind of real laugh out of it.
0: <laughs> huh, it's kind un- of a problem
1: when you're supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> and I did like, uh, actually, the the, uh, the two girls, like, they were probably better than the actual two guys, like Mike and Dave. Like... <laughs> It's just kind of weird, since, you know, they're the top billing of this movie, but the girls were actually more entertaining. They were at least somewhat interesting. Like, the two of them were just kind of, you know, boring characters, to be honest.
0: <laughs> I hear some audio in the background. It's, yeah, it's um, just,
1: it, it did not work out in the end. It was just kind of like, oh, here's some crazy stuff, but... It's, you know, it's it's crazy, but it's not really that funny. <laughs> oh, that's um, kind of lame. Funny. And I do, like, Zac Efron and um, Adam, whatever that guy's name is, Adam, whatever. Like, they are pretty funny yeah. in other things, but not so much in this. <laughs> and Aubrey yeah, Powell like and Anna Kendrick, and they're both good, too, but just, I don't know. They just did not work all together. Like, the chemistry between the characters wasn't terrible. It just wasn't... Funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it all comes down to. All right. That's sad.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Bad times. Uh my number nine is gonna be Independence Day Resurgence. This was bad? Yeah, sadly it was. (laughs) I don't think there's anybody in the world who likes it, although I'm not nearly as bad or as down on it as most people are. Like, it seems like most people really fucking hate it, like violently. Uh, But it's only my number nine because I didn't hate it nearly as much as everyone else did. Um, (laughs) I give it at least some credit for, yeah. Like, I give it some credit for trying to be different um, they did do some different things, especially as you get towards the end. That it's not just a complete, you know, total repeat of the original, which is like, let's face it, what a lot of sequels end up being, especially when they're way, you know, 20 years later. They just basically try to be a reboot and they redo the same fucking shit that they did in the first movie. So I gotta give it some credit for at least trying to be a little bit different. Um, unfortunately, a lot of it just still doesn't work. <laughs> Uh, obviously Will Smith was not in it, so they got this kid playing his son. Um, that guy, he is boring as fuck. <laughs> he has not even, you know, one-tenth of the uh, charisma that Will Smith had in, like, the original. So that's a problem. And then, like, your other lead, <laughs> your other kind of lead new character is played by Liam Hemsworth, which... Every movie he's been in, it's just like, oh, God, this guy's boring as fuck, too. <laughs> like, he's nowhere near, like, Chris Hemsworth from, you know, the Thor movies. Like, that guy's got charisma. That guy's got personality. His brother Liam, not so much.
2: <laughs> so
1: that was just Yeah, weird. Uh, this is a movie I kind of wanted to see, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't see it. I almost bought it on Blu-ray, which I'm kind of glad you're getting this negative review. Because <laughs> that would have been shitty. That would have been a nice waste of money there. But, I mean, it's cool yeah, because it harkens back to the the times of, you know, good movies in the 90s. Or oh, I know. I was... Prodigies. <laughs> I know. I mean, a lot of people rip on the first one, and I can see why in a way, but it was just fun. Like, it you know, it's one of those movies that maybe it is bad technically, but still, it's it's a good time. Like, so I enjoy it. And this one just did not have that. There were a couple of moments where they tried to do an inspirational speech, kind of like the first one. And really, none of those hit nearly as well as Bill Pullman's speech in the first one. Um, Bill Pullman in this movie, he's kind of like old at this point, and he's basically, he's been so traumatized by what happened in the first movie that he's like... Just a crazy old kook, essentially. Like, oh, that's not, really that's not very fun. Yeah, I think he's like he's like in a. I don't think he's quite in a wheelchair, but he's you know very sickly and, and just I, looks like a scraggly old hobo and stuff like that. In a rehab, like, oh. in a rehab center. <laughs> Practically, <laughs> I guess that's what old folks always. Oh are. man, that sucks so bad. Yeah. I know. It's, but, I mean, Jeff Goldblum did a good job for, you know, what it was. Um, Brent Spiner is back as the, the scientist dude, the crazy scientist guy from Area 51. And they kind of made him too much of a character in this one. Like, he was kind of a small role in the first one. This one, they really amp up his screen time and kind of made him a little bit ridiculous. A little more over the top, which didn't really help anything. Um... And, oh, my God, like, Jeff Goldblum's dad, he's back in a completely pointless storyline where he's, like, on the road to find his son once the whole thing starts again because he's like, oh, he'll protect us. And then he finds, like, a a bus full of school children, and so he's driving them to try to get them to say, see, and it's just, like, fucking ridiculous. And he's, like, in the ocean, and this giant wave comes from the alien ship crashing down, but he ends up being perfectly fine, and just, the boat gets washed ashore, essentially, and he's totally okay, even though the thing practically landed on him. It's like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> I still don't even understand how the one dude, uh, the scientist dude, is even alive right now. All right. Yeah, they uh, they kind of address it. Like, apparently he's been in a coma this entire time. Oh, of course. So whatever the alien did, he didn't actually kill him. He just put him in this, you know, coma. And when the aliens came back, it awoke him. So, I don't know.
0: Of course. (laughs) Science.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) so yeah. uh, Independence Day Resurgence. I would say skip it. (laughs) Uh number eight I, I'm sure you're not gonna like this, but my number eight movie Blair Witch.
0: Uh I haven't seen it so I
1: can't really say anything about <laughs> it, but I'm not I'm also not surprised. Yeah. But I'm quite sleepy.
0: <laughs> I
1: mean I do have to give the original Blair Witch project like some credit for at least being effective at what it was trying to do and being, you know, somewhat interesting. Whereas this one it just sucked all the kind of realistic seemingness of the first one out and it felt very much like a Hollywood movie. Um there was none of that kind of low budget, you know VHS type feel in this. Um which apparently yeah. you're supposed to believe that all these, these couple of college kids have like the most sophisticated ear cameras available. And camera drones and shit like that. It's like, oh, of course. What kid doesn't have those? <laughs> Girl, college kids, it's a ton of money bad. to spend on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there are people that like it, but, I don't know, even Larry from the LCS Hockey Show wasn't too big on it. He, like, loves the first one kind of like you. He's, like, a super fan of the original. And even he was kind of like, yeah... <laughs> I didn't really like it that much. It kind of was was just a retread of the original. I mean, it did, and it kind of added some stuff in certain areas, but really it was stuff that, like, oh, by adding this, you kind of ruined the first one almost by showing too much kind of thing. So it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, this was definitely unnecessary. (laughs) Oh man. I guess I'll have to give it a shot just to see. But yeah, I'll be curious bad. to get your take on it for sure.
0: Hmm. Peculiar. Very peculiar.
1: <laughs> Very peculiar. Um, alright. So well, I'm gonna go with my number seven. Um, number seven is a movie I hadn't not really planned on seeing. Um, I really had no interest and I was like, Well, maybe if the reviews are good, I'll go see it. Um and the reviews were terrible. <laughs> like I heard people saying stay away at all costs. <laughs> but it was the end of the year and I had run out of movies to see. <laughs> so I did end up going to see Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh my god, why? <laughs> don't know. I just don't know. Did you want dope? <laughs> Like I said, I was trying to cram in some more movies before the end of the year and I was forced to watch that shit. <laughs> and it was terrible. <laughs> uh, I've never played any oh, video games man. but I didn't really... <laughs> it's not like I had some huge love for it going in but I gotta say without ever playing the video games I'm sure they didn't do them justice because this movie was terrible. Like the majority of the movie... Is just kind of them, you know, going back and forth between him being in this this you know underground bunker thing, and putting it in a, in a machine where he can relive his ancestors' lives in the past and stuff like that. So he can try to find this magic apple that will let whoever has the apple, like wipe out all of humanity's free will.
0: <laughs> Cause, okay,
1: I will say thing. you just made me angry. <laughs> So they know his ancestor had the apple at some time. So they want to go back in his, mind, his memories and figure out what he did with it and that kind of thing. So this is most of the movie, and it's so boring. <laughs> so much boringness, especially like <laughs> most of it is taking place in the present in this underground bunker and just nothing is fucking happening there, but most of it is that. The flashbacks really aren't even that big a portion of it. So finally... They do find out where the apple thing is and the memories and that kind of stuff, and there's maybe like a very quick five to seven minute fight sequence where all the people in the bunker start uprising against the people in charge who are because they're like, oh, these people are evil. They're going to get the apple and wipe out humanity's free will. They're they're not going to guard it like they said they were. They're going to use it to you know destroy free will everywhere. And so they all revolt. And Michael Fassbender's character, he you know he revolts too. He's fighting against them, and this is maybe five to seven minutes of the movie, and that's like the entire action of this of all this movie, and so basically, I mean, they don't, they kind of take down most of the people, but Jeremy Irons and his daughter and stuff, they all escape. I'm going to spoil the crap out of this movie because it's terrible, and you shouldn't even watch it.
0: <laughs> so
1: so they're, they're escaping in a the helicopter. They're going to find the apple, you know, they, they're like, okay, we know where it is now. We're going to go get it. And so you would think, like, Oh, in a normal movie, that would be – all this stuff would happen in the first, like, third of the movie, right? The first act. And then the second act would yeah. be, like, them going to get the apple and Michael Fassbender's is trying to stop them or something like that. But, no, they just – they get the apple right away. <laughs> no, no interference at all. They just cut to, like, a couple weeks later where they already have the apple. It's like, oh, okay. And so then they're having this big secret meeting. All the people in this secret organization are all having a meeting. Jeremy Irons is, you know, basically, he's the keynote speaker. He's like, all right, I got the apple. We're going we're gonna to be the best ever. And, like, Michael Fassbender, he's coming down the hallway. He sees the daughter, and they have a little moment. And then he's just like, Jeremy Irons is still giving his speech, and then Michael Fassbender comes up right behind him and just, like, stabs him in the back <laughs> and takes the apple and leaves completely uncontested, a room full <laughs> of these people. And no one even tries to stop him or is like, hey, <laughs> you just stab that guy. We're going to get him. Don't let him leave with the apple. <laughs> they just all are like, oh, no,
0: he's dead. <laughs> and they just stand there. <laughs> and then huh. then they cut to, like,
1: basically Michael Fassbender out in the city with his buddies. And they're like, okay, surely these guys are going to send people after them now, right? Nope. Movie's over. <laughs> It's like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> Did this movie, like, run out of money as it got to the end or something? <laughs> <laughs> they
0: were just like, we gotta wrap this shit up.
1: <laughs> this movie sounds awful. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it this, really it was. Like it trash. was just awful. <laughs> I have no idea what the point of this movie was. <laughs> But oh my God, I, and people were like talking earlier this year about how you know this between this and Warcraft, like one of these has to be the movie that breaks the the video game adaptation curse, like because movies oh, based yeah. on video games tend to be terrible.
0: But... <laughs>
1: yeah, did not happen because <laughs> they were both pretty awful and everyone seemed to hate them. So. The the curse continues I guess (laughs) Like I think Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat is probably the best Video game movie (laughs) so far I agree Both of them
0: (laughs) I know Not the second one Yes it is, it's the greatest
1: (laughs) Me and my buddy were watching The second one No, it's great me and my buddy uh Gully were watching it and we got like through half of the I think halfway through the movie 'cause like the movie starts so ab- like abruptly that you don't even really yeah, realize it. that it begins. And so uh we were like halfway through the movie and we're like, Alright, we think that it's about to start right now.
0: <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs>
1: we're like, oh man, when did this movie start? It's just it's just kinda like I thought this was the beginning. <laughs> It's just so abrupt, like it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it sounds all right. I haven't even watched that one in years because it's so awful. So good, man. So good. You're really missing out on a great classic. Give it another go. You'll be like, you know what? It's not as bad as I once remembered. And then after the movie, you'll be like, I'm going to kill Peter. That sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, what's your next one? I I heard nothing but bad things about Assassin's Creed, but I did hear Mm -hmm. people saying like, "Oh, this was going to be the movie. This was the movie that was going to get people to like (laughs) uh, video game movies again, or break that genre, I guess." (laughs) <laughs> I guess their only hope now is Tomb Raider, the reboot,
0: <laughs>
1: but <laughs> kind oh <dying>. boy, <laughs> so my number six is another you know bringing back an old franchise um gonna be number six is Jason Bourne. oh, this is bad to you. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> like, I didn't mind the first three. Like, I didn't see them, like, when they came out at all. Like, I think I only saw them maybe, I don't know, three years ago, something like that. Yeah. And I saw all three of them. And, you know, they are pretty good. They are all right. They They're decent. But this one was just a train wreck. <laughs> Me, I don't think anybody really seems to like this movie. Um, <laughs> it did pretty terribly. and. Even people who are really looking forward to it seem very disappointed. Um, The biggest problem, I mean, there's really, I don't know, there's just so many layers on top of layers of conspiracy at this point that it's kind of just over bloated. And, um, like, Tommy Lee Jones is kind of just really overacting and kind of hamming it up in a weird way. But the biggest problem is they really, really, really embrace that whole shaky cam thing in this one. To the point of, like, ridiculousness. <laughs>
0: uh.
1: like, as, as much as I didn't like that in um, 31, like, this was 12 times worse. <laughs> really? So, like, yeah, just, it's completely shaky all over the place. Like, even when he's supposed to be just, like, reading text messages on his phone, it's, like, super shaky, so you can't even read it. It's like, what the fuck? Hold the camera steady, you fucker. <laughs> 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 and it's just so quick cut, quick cut, quick, quick cut, shaky, shaky, shaky. That you have no idea what the fuck is going on. There's like a big scene at the end where he's having like this big showdown with this dude in like a dark fucking, like uh complete, like a room that's practically you know, it's basically got no windows. It's nighttime. It's dark as hell, and it's just shaky and fucking. <laughs> it's like I don't know what is happening in this fight scene. <laughs> I can't tell what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I guess oh, Jason Bourne's still alive. Alright. <laughs> I guess he won. Somehow. <laughs> That's sad though. Like I I've, I've heard that it yeah. was gonna be a good one. Especially with them coming back. I know. I would have thought so, but man, they just they dropped the ball on that one. Like yeah, just I never had a problem with that shaky cam in the other movies, but they really just ramped it up in this one. And seeing it on the big screen just did not help.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I just remember I being see that. That super be
1: bored. <laughs> 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 you couldn't figure out what was going on at the time. He was like, "Oh, fuck this." <laughs>
0: so that's well, my number that's six.
1: <laughs> Oh, now number four and five, I'll pretty much just do these together, I think, because they're, you know, neck and neck. It's hard to pick which one's worse. Uh, so my number four and five are going to be, I think, I think just by a hair, I'll go with number five is Batman be Super, no, Suicide Squad, and then number four will be Batman be Superman. <laughs> All right. Because both of these movies that. were fucking dog shit. But I think Suicide Squad at least felt more like a movie <laughs> instead of a complete jumble of nothing. <laughs> but that being said, they're both fucking terrible movies. And uh, not the way you want to really kick off your DC Extended Universe. Um, <laughs> or is took, it? You know, beloved... <laughs> they both took some of the most beloved, biggest DC villains and completely destroyed them, uh, made made weird, uh, uncomfortable versions of them that no one wants to see.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Lex Luthor and the Joker, <laughs> both performances that you're just like, oh, this is fucking awful. I don't want to watch this ever again.
0: <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Makes me
1: feel bad for the actors. <laughs> And I just I don't understand those choices at all. Like, I'm sure they're going to be like, oh, we've you know we've done these characters before. We got to do them differently. No, you don't. <laughs> you have to do them well, and that's good <laughs> enough. <laughs> do the characters right. Do them the way they are in the comics. Do a good job of that, and you're good. Don't go some completely opposite direction just because you you feel like you've done it before. Like, I want to see them right. Especially now that you're doing a connected universe where these characters are going to show up again. Like, if you wanted to do something weird and off the wall, you should have done it in the other ones where they weren't going to be around again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if Jack Nicholson's Joker had been something weird, you know, it would have been bad, but at least it wouldn't have been, you know, he died at the end of the movie, so who cares?
0: (laughs) But that's, like, where
1: the Joker's going to be around a bunch. Like... That's that's not good to have fucked it up so badly.
0: Because <laughs> nobody likes this joker. <laughs> so, that
1: seems like a big misstep. Um, the editing in these movies were god awful. Like, things just don't, there is no flow to these movies at all. <laughs> There's this collection of scenes that don't really go together very well. Um, and supposedly, from what I hear, I, I was watching, you know, I watched a lot of these movie shows online, and I was watching the Schmoes the No Show, and this uh, this lady, Sasha Pro Raver, she's on there a bunch, she was saying that she talked to somebody who had seen Wonder Woman, and is basically saying the same thing, that there's no narrative flow, it's just a complete fucking jumble of, you know, nonsense, so, huh. It looks like things are still not back on track over at the, uh, the DC Universe there. Yeah, I heard... Ben I don't think somehow... They not even be it, doing but... that Batman movie now. Yeah, well, they, I think, like, they'll still do one, but the question is whether Ben Affleck will direct it or not, because he's apparently starting to waver. <laughs> Which is I mean, can not you a blame good Yeah, I I, No, <laughs> He's I think he said, like, uh, he's going to do it if the script is right. But he's the one writing the script. <laughs> so, that's what I thought. I don't know but... pointing the finger at there.
0: <laughs> Especially him, him and Jeff Johns not... are supposed to be
1: writing the script. I heard that he, he like, came off that project. Like, he's not even going to write it now either. I don't know if that's still true God. or not, but... That, well, the rumor was I think there was an interview that said he was like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm only gonna do it if the script is right. But then the next week he came out in some other thing and said no, no, I'm still, you know, attached and everything like that. So supposedly he's still still on board, but <laughs> I mean, I hope get your so. shit together, man. <laughs> I know I would love to see what he's gonna do with directing a Batman movie like because his movies are really good even like Live by Night which just opened up recently and you know kind of tanked at the box office like it wasn't a bad movie like it may not be his best but it was a solid movie Hmm. so I'd definitely like to see what he does with the Batman I just imagine but, it being good you know like really really good <laughs> based in New I York I would love to see a good Batman movie out of him, but the way a DC boss. is dropping balls left and right, it doesn't seem very, uh, very likely at this point. I mean, he was actually—I mean, of Batman v Superman, I guess he was the best part. <laughs> there's not, there isn't no saying much because it was so terrible. But I—I I don't know why Watch they decided to spank both of their superheroes, like their biggest. Big name superheroes, complete—you know—sociopathic assholes. <laughs> Seems like a bad choice. Yeah, because <laughs> they're both fucking douchebags who just hate each other for the heck of it, um, <laughs> and have, you know, no communication skills whatsoever. <laughs> Batman, you can kind of understand that, but Superman—he's basically—they just made Superman a version of Batman. Like he's dark and broody and has no color in his costume and he's just a an angry fucking douchebag. It's like no, you gotta play up the differences. That's what makes Batman be Superman, you know? An interesting thing. Be Superman interplay between the two. Yeah. It's not as fun if it's just like, oh, same guy versus same guy. <laughs> That's why Batman <laughs> fights the Joker, because he's like the opposite thing of him. <laughs> 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 Martha.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that was, oh, my God. They're, they're never going to live that one down. <laughs> what I love is there have been so many Marvel comics since then that have referenced that.
0: <laughs> oh, have there?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> like, I remember just recently there was, like, an X-Men annual of some kind where, like, there's a, like, Domino was, I don't know, she's bringing down one of these hive cells or the hand, or I forget who it was, Hydra maybe, and, like, two, of the, you just see two of the guys talking, and they're like, yeah, so this guy, I was about to shoot him, but then I found out his mom's name was the same as my mom's name, so, you know, I had to let him live.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> and
1: there was, like, a Spider-Man Daredevil issue where they went to go see, uh, like, Hyperion versus Nighthawk, <laughs> and they came out both pissed off, we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> they were going to kill each other until they found out their mom's had the same name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the
1: dumbest shit ever. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I don't think, I literally don't think anyone's ever going to let that one go. It's just one of the biggest, like, gaffes I've ever seen anyone make. <laughs> is how did you think this was a good plot point? <laughs> they just become best friends because their moms are the first name <laughs> of Martha. Yeah, it wasn't a wise decision by any means. Martha. <laughs> and Suicide Squad was bad too. Like the, the villain was laughable and her just doing some weird snake dance the whole time. They uh, just kinda like gave like they used music in all the wrong ways. <laughs> like Guardians of the Galaxy you know, used pop music very effectively. This was just like every fucking every twenty seconds it's like, Oh, here's a new song, here's another song, here's another song. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why they did that. It was like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy came out and they were just like, all right, we'll just mimic what they were doing because that one was a hit. Yep. Because I heard that they, they <laughs> had to go back and actually, like, redo some of it because of, like, how negative the uh, Batman movie was. They're like, oh, we'll try to make this more comical like Daredevil.
0: <laughs> they
1: completely... Speaking of ripping things off, like, they gave Captain Boomerang some weird fetish with a uh, stuffed unicorn. It's like, oh, where have I seen this before?
2: Oh, that is
1: stupid. Yep. <laughs> You're just completely ripping off Deadpool now. You fucking jerk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jerks. This is a big old pile <laughs> like The of one jerk.
1: interesting part of this movie was, like, uh, would have been seeing Harley Quinn's origin story, but they rushed through that in about, you know, like a 20-second montage. It's like, oh, great. Like, it would have been cool to see, like, how Joker, you know, talked Harley, Quinn, Harley and Quinzel into, you know, getting onto his side and that kind of stuff. Like, that would have been interesting, but no, nope, we, we don't got time for that. <laughs> Although, with this, with this Joker, don't. the less time you can spend with him, the better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
0: know.
1: So yeah, I don't know. It's it's not looking good. <laughs> These movies were not anywhere near acceptable. Yeah, that's. that's you just gotta learn to stick with the source material, you know. I yeah, know I mean DC's got some great stories they could be mining, but they just don't want to do it. <laughs> they want to fuck it up. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm clearly more of a Marvel guy, but I don't want the D C movies to be this terrible. i always want Marvel <laughs> to be better but I don't want them to be just complete dog shit. Just They're making it too comic book easy movies in general. because yeah. <laughs> that's how people are gonna get sick of comic book movies is where you got the X Men movies being terrible <laughs> you've got D C movies being terrible. It's kinda weighing down the average.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: People are eventually going to turn on it if they keep being stupid. Well, All right. Speaking of DC, I am very much looking forward to uh, the oh, what's that? Uh, the game called the uh, New Injustice game that's coming out. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've seen anything about that, but there's definitely some. There's been new news on it and some new character leaks, and I'm definitely excited to see some of this stuff coming out. Ooh. I saw, like, a trailer thing for it online the other day. It was, like, the story part, at least. But who are the new characters? Uh, well, they've now said that. Um, Damn, it is... I know for sure Poison Ivy's in there. Let me look it up, because I don't want to get... Oh, any fuck yeah. Um, and that was one that I was hoping would be in it, just because of it's... At, oh, I should have just look this up. Um... Because I was hoping that she was in it in the first one because it was like, why not? You know? Um, yeah. There would be I mean, there's not enough people with actual superpowers in the the old one. It was all gadgets or strength or speed. Um it's but true. these ones are the ones that are for sure in there. You got Aquaman, uh Atrocitus, Bane, which is new. Um I don't think Bane was in no. the other one. I think it was Killer I don't know, Killer Croc. It was uh oh damn it, what's the name? The zombie dude, whatever the hell his name is. But, uh, oh, yeah, Salman Grundy. One. Yeah, Solomon Grundy. He was in that one. Um, Batman. Uh, Blue Beetle, which would be pretty cool. Uh, Brainiac is in this one, which is pretty awesome. I'm oh, excited sweet. for that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen him do his movies yet, but that'll be pretty cool. Um, Darkseid, which oh, apparently sweet. is a pre-order character, so... If you pre-order them, just like with Mortal Kombat X, if you pre-order Mortal Kombat X, you will get the code for Dark Side. I don't know why they're doing that, but I, I hate that. But whatever. Um, I'm probably gonna get. <laughs> I the, feel like they're gonna the the put that as um, uh, something you can buy later on too. I'm sure they will. Um, just like Goro, um, it won't be right away, uh, but it'll definitely come later. And the way that Never Realms Games usually does their stuff is, um, you're going to buy the game, and then you can buy a season pass, which is usually about 30 bucks, and you'll get four additional characters. Now they're doing something different with this one. Oh, hold on. Let me caveat after that. And then about a year after that, uh, game has come out with all the characters out. A year after that, they'll come out with an ultimate edition of some sort where you buy the game and for 60 bucks you, you get all the characters and all the costumes, which really set me ablaze when they came out with... <laughs> Mortal Kombat XL because I knew that they were going to do that, but then they also released every single costume, which is a horrible <laughs> yeah. bitch to fucking get when you're trying to play the game and you've been playing forever to get all the costumes. And then they're just like, here you go. Here's all the costumes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> don't you feel uh, like a so, dick now? Oh, dude, I, I pre-ordered it. I was so excited for it. And I haven't. they released so many. Anyways, so... Um, the, what they're doing with this one is you can pay uh fifty nine ninety nine to get just a base game. Uh seventy nine ninety nine, you'll get the base game, three character and three additional characters, plus uh dark side. And he's not included in the three. Or you can play ninety nine ninety nine, a hundred bucks, which if you think about it, wow. Uh, the game is sixty bucks the season pass is usually $30, and the season pass usually includes four characters. But if you buy the uh, $100 one, you get the base game, six characters plus three additional, uh, I guess, premier skins for the characters that are in there. So you get the reverse flash power girl and the green lantern, the John Stewart one, the black green lantern guy. So essentially you're getting six plus three different superheroes. So I guess you're getting nine. Or yeah, nine. So I guess it's not a horrible payoff. I'm plus you get dark side. I heard there's a so there's I'm, a one hundred and sixty dollar version where it comes with a flashlight built into the game. So you can actually yeah. have sex with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: can have sex with uh reverse flash. It'll be quick. Um but other people that are in there is Dead Shot. Flash, Gorilla Grodd, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, uh, Poison Ivy, as I already mentioned, uh, Robin, Supergirl, Superwoman, and Wonder Woman. Um, But from Mm -hmm. what I understand, there is a 40-character roster. So this one is almost double the last one. And one of the cool things about this one is every time you fight somebody... um, you get like unlockables, uh, so you can actually change the costume of your superhero, and some of the stuff can buff certain things and kind of like I'm I'm actually kind of excited for this one because I think it's I I think it's new. Um, I I just think it's gonna be really cool because the other one most fighting games you don't get unlockables and stuff like that. So. True. This should be pretty cool. I, I mean I like the first one so I'm excited for one that's, you know, like that but even more expanded and got some new moves and more characters. Yeah. Like it's all good news. Yeah, I'm definitely not down or I'm definitely not against this. Oh, <laughs> I'm definitely not down to play this game. You can't make me I'm, yeah, I'm definitely not down to <laughs> <for> this. <laughs>
0: You can't force me to play a game.
1: I think it'll be pretty cool. Anyways, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with your rest. Mm-hmm. Three to go. Three to go. Uh, my number three is going to be a little movie called Shut In. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, this is one of those movies that I was probably one of the only people who actually saw it. Um <laughs> I hadn't really seen much about this. I don't think I ever saw the trailer actually in the theater. I saw maybe a couple TV spots right before it came out. And I was like, all right, this would probably not be great, but I'll go check it out. Um, I did not realize until after I saw the movie that it actually had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> that should tell you something right there.
0: Uh, so you know that it's good. This
1: was, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Nothing but quality. Uh, This is like a horror movie, I guess, (laughs) starring Naomi Watts, uh, as well as the kid who played the older brother Jonathan on um, Stranger Things, and that's Jacob Tremblay, the kid from Room. He was also in this. Um, Basically, you know, Naomi Watts is uh, she's got a husband and like a step. Son, who's the you know the Jonathan kid? He's the stepson, and he's been acting out, so they're gonna send him to some kind of you know private military school type thing. Um, he you know he doesn't want to go. He's fucking pissed off. So his dad's driving him to the school, and he grabs the steering wheel and like steers their car into a truck. Oh. <laughs> and so the dad dies, and the son gets all fucked up in the accident, and he's, like, you know, supposedly left in a wheelchair, and he can't, you know, talk or really do much of anything. Uh, So she basically has to, like, feed and bathe him and all this kind of stuff and take care of him. Oh. And she's about to, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) she's about to have him sent away to, like, to, like, some kind of a care facility where he can get the care he needs full time, that kind of thing. Uh, She's, like, a psychiatrist who kind of operates out of her home, She's, like, they're up in, like, Maine, something like that, somewhere where it's, you know, very snowy. Um, Jacob mm-hmm. Tremblay is this kid who one of the kids she sees, he's deaf, and she's kind of helping him with his problems and stuff like that. And eventually he, he escapes from the family or, like, the, the home that they're taking him to. And so he mm-hmm. turns up there. She, like, she finds him, you know, hiding in her car and, like, takes him into the house and stuff like that. And she's, like, all right. I'm, uh, she goes to call the social services people. Um, and he kind of supposedly disappears like the door is open and he's just gone so huh. basically you're like oh okay I guess he ran away and there's everyone's out there looking for him and stuff um, and she starts kind of every once in a while having some weird dream or something where she thinks she, he might be in the house somewhere or that maybe it's his ghost that he did die and his ghost is haunting her but they don't even really set that up <laughs> so it's just kind of like oh I guess something scary is supposed to be happening <laughs> but they really don't set it up in any kind of way where there's any suspense or you know even or that you even think that maybe it is a ghost or anything like that they don't set it up at all uh, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what it ends up being because um, it, I might as well spoil the hell out of this because it's not a movie anyone should see it's fucking 0% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> the uh, the twist ends up being okay he is actually hiding in the house but the real danger turns out is her son her stepson I should say the Jonathan kid who wasn't you know in the accident he never actually got paralyzed or anything he's just been faking it the entire time huh because once he came out of like his little coma like she was taking care of him and stuff and he liked it so he figured he'd keep you know faking it (laughs) how none of his doctors ever realized oh Wait a minute. All these x rays look fine. (laughs) There's no reason he can't walk. (laughs) But, so basically it turns out like he's essentially in love with her and stuff like that. And so he did this all so that they could be together. And he killed this guy that she was kind of starting to see and stuff like that. And he he murdered him. And now he's trying to find the little kids and kill him because he doesn't want this kid to take his place kind of thing and stuff like that. And he's chasing chasing Naomi Watts and this kid throughout the house and they're trying to you know, get away from him and this kind of bullshit yeah uh, it's just it's very stupid it's a dumb dumb twist um <laughs> there was an interesting scene uh, I remember where she's like he's got her like in the bathtub all like tied up and shit and she like grabs a bottle of like you know soap and like uh, basically kind of fillets it with her mouth <laughs> It gets it, like, all over her wrist so that she can slip out of her ponds and stuff like that. And then she, like, pukes in the toilet. She's like, oh, my God, this is... Like, I feel bad for Naomi Watts doing all this for a fucking terrible
0: movie. <laughs> 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 I need but, to see this
1: now. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's just not good.
0: <laughs>
1: um, it definitely earns its... its Zero uh, percent because it's just boring for the most part. Like they don't really, they don't really set up the supernatural aspects. Even though I guess you're supposed to think that it is, especially from the commercials and everything. But there really is nothing yeah. supernatural going on, and they really don't even set up much as far as stakes goes in the early part, in the setup part. <laughs> and it's just, it's just very boring throughout. So there's maybe, you know, 20 minutes or 15 minutes near the end of the movie where stuff finally starts happening, but. It's really just boring as fuck. (laughs) Well, it sounds amazing. No doubt (laughs) about it. Everyone, buy it on DVD or (laughs) Blu-ray or 4K. (laughs) Preferably. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my number two is another terrible horror movie called The Disappointments Room. What? What? (laughs) <laughs> exactly. That's kind of how I felt. I don't think I ever saw a single fucking trailer for this. Uh, again, I might have seen, like, one TV commercial or something like that, if that. But I was like, all right, I'll go check it out. And <laughs> immediately, like, I remember, this is the one where I remember just immediately from the first scene, I was like, fuck, I'm out of <laughs> I hate this movie already. <laughs> it's basically like a husband, wife, and their, you know, son who's probably, like, six or something. They're... In a a car, and they're heading to their new house in, you know, some small-ass city, some small town, essentially. And uh, they're, like, singing in the car, and I'm like, oh, I hate these characters already. (laughs) The dad is annoying as fuck. I guess you're supposed to feel... You're kind of supposed to... He's the one you're supposed to sympathize with the most, and he's supposed to be, like, a good dude, but he seems like a creeper the entire time. (laughs) Like, you have to wait for him to, to turn out that he's, like, he's a bad guy, but it never goes that way. But it's just the way just looking at him and the way he talks, it just it seems like he's a creepy dude. <laughs> so you're constantly like what's what's up with this guy? <laughs> but he's the one I guess you're supposed to feel for the most, but I I mean he just seems like a like a villain. He's clearly like not American, but he's trying to do an American accent.
0: <laughs>
1: so it just doesn't really work at all. Um, Kate huh. Beckinsale is the wife, and she's just kind of like a mega bitch through most of it. <laughs> and like there's one part there, i like this dinner party with some friends, and she just shows up completely drunk and just is a complete like a raging bitch the entire time, and just starts smashing everything. And
0: <laughs>
1: it's like all right. <laughs> and she's kind of the main huh. character, so you're stuck with her a lot of the time. Oh good. And the good. kid is annoying as hell. <laughs> and basically, like, you find out, like, um, as if the mom wasn't bad enough, you find out, basically, like, oh, they are uh, they had a daughter, like, a baby daughter, and she's apparently died, and that's kind of why they've gone to this small town. Like, they used to live in New York City, but that was just too much activity. They needed to get away from, you know, from there and get to somewhere calm and so that she could kind of, the mom could kind of, you know, heal up her psyche and that kind of thing. And you find yeah. out what happened to the baby, And it was all the mom's fault. Like, the mom was, like, taking a bath with the baby on her chest, and just, like, passed out. (laughs) And the baby drowned. Alrighty. (laughs) So, she's pretty much a terrible person. (laughs) Oh, my God. And she (laughs) she is your main character. But, uh, so I guess this movie is supposed to be uh, a ghost story. It's kind of hard to tell if there actually are any ghosts. Like I still don't even know <laughs> if the ghost was actually real. But basically, the story is that there is this room that they find. You know, they're going through the house. She's like a an architect, so she wants has all these big plans for the house. And they find this room kind of up in the attic. Um, and they're just like, "What's up with this room?" She she goes in there, and the door locks behind her, and she's like oh my gosh, she's like trying to pound and get out. It's like for people to come let her out and the husband and the son don't come for like hours. And then it just kind of opens on its own. She's like, why didn't you guys come? I was yelling for you. And they're like, we didn't hear anything. Like, we've been here the whole time. Like, we never heard nothing. And so she's like, what the fuck's going on? And all right. So apparently (laughs) she goes to like the, you know, the town courthouse kind of thing to figure out what's up with this room. And she finds out that this is a thing called a disappointments room which I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who thought this, but anybody who saw this movie, I'm pretty sure when you walked out of the theater, you were like, yep, that theater is The Disappointments Room. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> but so The Disappointments Room apparently is something that was fairly common, you know, back in the day. I don't know if it's real or if this movie just made it up, but apparently this is where, you like, you know, if you're a rich person and you have, like, a, a freak baby, kind of like, you know, uh, the penguin in Batman Returns. <laughs> if you have a baby that comes out all deformed, that you don't want people to see, you just keep them in this disappointments room <laughs> and just raise them there and never let any, never let them out so that the public could see them or, you know, people could know that you have such a terrible freak for a child. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so, she kind of has weird flashbacks to, uh, like, where she can see this old... This old timey old man, like, uh, who's disappointed in his child who's deformed, and like beating the crap out of the baby and beating the crap out of his wife in this room and stuff like that. So she keeps seeing this happening and stuff like that. And she has like a weird vision later on of a dog attacking her child out in the yard. She runs out there, but there is no dog. That kind of stuff. And there's this. Uh, she hires this this one uh, this young kid who's like a handyman. He's gonna work on the house. And at one point, she's, like, freaking out, and she goes outside, and she sees this guy hanging from a tree. And he's like, oh, God, the, you know, the crazy old man ghost killed him. Uh. <laughs> and so she goes back inside, and somehow she ends up in the disappointments room, and she's like, oh, no, he's going to kill my child. So she goes to the kid's room, and she sees, you know, the, the ghost of the old man trying to kill her son, and she, like, takes a knife and starts stabbing the pillow next to the kid
0: because <laughs> okay. apparently that's where the
1: old man is <laughs> and so it's just like
0: alright uh,
1: but you don't know if the old man is actually even uh, there or if she's just completely fucking batshit crazy
2: Huh?
1: and I'm leaning kind of towards her being batshit crazy because then they just kind of like yep.
2: oh
1: even though the wife just had this freak out and stuff like that they decide they're going to move back to the city and just get away from this house <laughs> And they never yeah. go back outside to check about the guy hanging in the tree, so you never find out what happened with that. Like, is that guy dead or is he alive? <laughs> like, they never they never go back to find out. <laughs> so you never get any kind of idea of what is actually happening here. If she's just crazy, or if there was a ghost, like that seems like <laughs> one thing that would have definitely given it away.
0: <laughs> yeah. If
1: there's a dead body back there, but no. <laughs> And uh, so it was just a terrible movie. Like I could, like I said, from the get go, I was like, "Oh man, I hate this movie." There's not gonna be one redeeming <laughs> thing in this movie, and I was right. It was just, it was a piece of shit. And apparently, one of the co-writers of this movie was Wentworth Miller, the guy who uh, you know plays Captain Cold on The Flash. Oh, weird. Yeah, I had no idea until well, I was doing credits. Stop like, while what? he's ahead. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) He should not be writing movies, apparently. (laughs) Does not go well. So, the disappointment Room, I spoiled the shit out of that one because, again, you don't want to see it. (laughs) It's just (laughs) awful. (laughs) I've made that decision for you now. (laughs) I saved you the time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, my number one. The worst movie I saw last year in the theaters wasn't even close. Had to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the show. You
0: get the fuck out of here! Yeah, bad.
1: It was terrible. This was the one movie that I felt like was talking down to me. Oh, my God. It was a movie that was made for four-year-olds. <laughs> it was not the worst movie of the year. Oh, it was. It was painful. It was never,
0: never even close.
1: <laughs> I, I snuck into this movie, and I still wanted to walk out. It was so bad. <laughs> I wasn't even paying for it, and I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> He just did oh everything God. wrong. The turtles were annoying, especially Michelangelo. I could not stand him and his whole Michael Jackson fucking voice and uh, the terrible, terrible jokes that were meant for three-year-olds. Even four-year-olds is giving them too much credit, I think. <laughs> and They're like, nope.
0: <laughs>
1: hmm. Bebop and Rocksteady were wasted. They, like, really never even fight the turtles. In fact, there's no fighting in this movie until the thing with crying at the end. The turtles don't fight.
0: As much as, as it's weird in the that movie. in.
1: No, they just run around the whole time. teenage <laughs> fall falling plane. off. No, no. Bebop and Rocksteady shot at them, and they tried to stop that. But there was no fighting. There's no actually, like, punches thrown. They, uh, they encounter know, some foot soldiers up there on the plane, and you just see them getting thrown out. You never see any kind of actual fighting. <laughs> There's no fighting that the Turtles do until the thing with Krang. Casey Jones does more fighting than the Turtles in this movie.
0: <laughs>
1: I will admit that Casey Jones is the worst part of that entire movie. <laughs> I'll admit. Yeah, he he was not good. But as much as I not love admit Stephen and That Amell. was the worst movie of 2016. <laughs> Oh, it was. Bebop and Rocksteady were just painful to watch. Like, their whole shtick was just not working at all, and it was just, uh it hurt my soul. Plus, the, like I said, we talked about this before, that the whole thing of them, like, why couldn't they just go get a rhino and a warthog from the zoo? <laughs> why? What's, what's with this bullshit of, oh, we're going to evolve them from their DNA that they have animal ancestors in their DNA? People didn't evolve from warthogs and rhinos. That's not how evolution works.
0: <laughs> it saddens me that like you're saying nothing... these things.
1: <laughs> you're changing things to make them make less sense in a movie. I don't understand that. Like, I understand sometimes maybe things are a little too cartoony. you got to change it so that it makes more sense in a real world. This made less sense. <laughs> or if you don't want to actually get a rhino and a warthog, like, be have Baxter Stockman be like, oh, yeah, you know, I've done testing on animals in the past. Like, I've got samples of their blood here. I can mix it with this mutagen. Like, anything like that would have made more sense. <laughs> Not just like, I wanna oh. I want to cut myself. I guess... <laughs> I guess white people evolve from rhinos, and black people evolve from warthogs. <laughs> it's I guess just that's common sense. <laughs> it's just common sense. Pretty sure if you're going to go that route, they both just have to be ache. <laughs> they both just become like King Kong or something like that. <laughs> oh, it's common sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah, I just I did not enjoy any part of this movie. <laughs> the whole thing of, oh, let's have the mutants turn them into humans made fucking no sense whatsoever. Like there's no human in them. Why would it turn them human? Because they were monsters. <laughs> nope. Just nope. The whole whole Raphael landing on the airplane windshield with his tongue stuck out. That just is the epitome right there of this movie is made for three-year-olds. Only a three-year-old well, can find this amusing. So your definition of, all right, so I think what it is with you is it wasn't the worst movie you saw this year, but it was the most disappointing movie because you expected <laughs> more. Because that, that disappointment room or whatever the hell, that movie was shit. <laughs> it sounded like ass, just complete ass where nothing was good, where there were some good things about the Ninja Turtles. I'm not saying it was the best movie they ever made, but, like, good God. That was a, it was awesome seeing Bebop and Rocksteady for the first time on the big screen. I mean, that's pretty cool, but even though it may not have been what you wanted. If they would have it been least... cooler, it might have been cool, but they weren't. <laughs> they were annoying. And it's not the fact that they were dumb. Like, dumb characters can be funny. Like, we'll get Biff Tannen or something like that. You can have a lot of fun with dumb characters. They were just annoying. (laughs) And Shredder, like, the cool thing about Shredder is the awesome costume that he doesn't fucking wear (laughs) until the very end when he wears it just to get frozen, essentially. I don't know. <laughs> so they waste him. Crane like shows up and just gives like a bunch of exposition in like two seconds and it's like, okay, bye. Sorry. <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> Sad to hear that. I didn't think it was that bad. I'm not saying it was great, but it was definitely not that bad. I mean the first Ninja Turtles that they did it was better than I expected it would be. It was not you know, the the worst thing that ever happened to the turtles, but this one might be. <laughs> I can at least it's give that one. It's better than some the sunset. third movie. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, don't you <laughs> They're both dare pretty terrible. The third one was garbage. <laughs> no. Hell no.
2: The third one was, mean, was a straight this garbage. This iteration nothing of the to turtles the isn't turtles. even gonna
1: get a turtle three. They're not even going to make it to the third movie because they've already said that this one did so poorly that they're not going to do a third one. Which is mind-blowing. <laughs> I'm well, actually shocked that this one up. did that bad. Yeah. It was, it was not well-received, that's for sure. Poppycock. Really not. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my movie list. Uh,
2: who
0: gets?
1: <laughs> who knows what kind of crap I'll see this year. I don't think I'm even going to try to top last year as far as numbers because it's just fucking hard to do. <laughs> Although I have seen more than twice as many movies as I saw last January already this year. So, and, and that way I'm already yep. kind of ahead, but there's not going to be like a Deadpool or a Captain America Civil War this year that I can see that many times. That's going to be tough.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: You might see more movies, maybe not more possible. Like as a a general whole, God damn it. As there's a general, so many like, like terrible looking movies too though. Cause like there's, you know, well, a bunch of stuff like Transformers five. I'm not going to go see that. I didn't see the fourth one. <laughs> Pirates five. I didn't even see the fourth one. Fast and the Furious. I haven't seen like any of them. So I'm not gonna go through that. Uh, maybe you can.
0: <laughs> Just
1: power through. Yeah. Like this will be the first one.
0: I don't know why they make another Fast That's is a good
1: Furious place to say. Oh, oh leave it leave it be. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for the new one? Uh no, I've refused. I don't care. <laughs> they're like in the Arctic and there's like a s they're trying to outrun a submarine in their cars and shit like that. It's like what the fuck? Oh. Just normal car chases then.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. The same thing we all do on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Alright,
1: well I think it's time For a little, I don't, can't really call it A board game review, but we'll play the music anyway Yeah
0: Cool's all The playing cold. There's only One thing for Me, just wait and see pretty I love Board games, why don't you Come over here and play cool? I love power game. Look what I got. I got guess whochchch me beautiful.
1: I should cut up the video 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 game song me <laughs> have video game reviews. oh yeah. Video, video, video games. That made songs when I was a kid knowing what I was going to do when I was a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pretty much the same things no. you were doing then. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But, yeah, so this one's a uh, a video game review, and uh, it's not a new game either. It's a game that's been out for quite some time, um, and it's Mario Make, Super Mario Maker. Um, so I the first time I played it, uh, it was when Kevin and Nick were here, actually. We were at the yeah. ETC. Or not ETC. Uh, what the hell is that place called? Uh, oh, the uh, EMP. QM? EMP, thank you. Jesus. Yeah, yeah I, I live here, and I don't even know what it's called. So, yeah, it was at the <laughs> EMP, the, uh, uh, the museum down in Seattle. And they had it on display, and you can play other people's maps. I don't know if you're able to create any, but I know you can at least play other people's stuff. So that's what we were doing. and Well, I, I know I was doing. Um, and it, it was a lot of fun. So for Christmas, I asked for it because I didn't want to buy it for my own money. Um, man, it I played it once. Like, it took me forever to unlock all the tools that you can get. And I kind of got, like, a little ticked because I was like, why aren't all these tools unlocked? Does it doesn't make sense? <laughs> like, half the, more than half the enemies weren't even included. You have to unlock them. And thankfully, I found a uh, thing online that you can do it really, really quick. But I was just still pissed, but I made one level and it's like one of those levels, like it's asshole like there's a lot of leap of faith and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was
1: like, oh, that was kind of fun uh, making that one level, but I'm good. So yesterday, or no, Friday night, I had one of my buddies come over. I'm like, oh, dude, uh, you should make a map. Uh, it'd be pretty fun for you to do a crazy level. I'd like to see what you do. He's like, all right. So he starts making one. And it, it is—it's really crazy. Um, it's pretty funny, um, but it was pretty good. And then watching him do it like opened up ideas for like me to make a new map. So uh, I made a new level, and it's—it's it's definitely more—it's more doable without the leap of faith. It's still <laughs> yeah. hard as shit, but it's not stupid hard. Um, <laughs> but uh, then I started like going through, I found out that you can unlock different costumes um, and it's like throughout the entire like NES era. So like one of the mushrooms you can get is called a mystery mushroom and you can attach whatever costume you want to that mystery mushroom as long as you have the uh, costume unlocked and the only way you can unlock them is eight levels of random online players uh, stages and some of the stages are extremely stupid easy. It's literally somebody just wanted to make a really easy stage and it's just different Mm -hmm. sounds like, you're just running, and there's different sounds going on, and then you get to the end, and that was it. But then some of them are more challenging, so you're, like, picking and choosing your battles. But it's, it's super fun. But once you complete all eight of them, you get a, uh, a costume. Um, and the costumes range from, like, different, like, uh, Mario costumes, like the frog costume and, uh, like, the statue costume, a gold Mario. But then they've got, like, Luigi, Peach, and then they got the more absurd ones, like Pac-Man, Link, uh, Mega Man. Oh, nice. uh, they have
0: all sorts of oh, crazy uh,
1: costumes. And then they also have these events. And the events are usually a level that once you beat the level, you'll, all, you'll always get that one costume. Um, and there's this one event where it's called the I Choose You event. So you Ooh. go through the level and you pick one of three doors. And behind each door is either Charmander, Bulbasaur, or Squirtle. And then you choose, that, you choose that door, you go in there, and then you get to wear a costume for that level. And as long as you beat the level, uh, you get that costume. So, and you can play, play that world three times to get all three costumes. And uh, depending on which door you choose, it pertains like Charmander. His level is, um, his, like, small portion of the stage is just a fire level. Like, it's really hard. It's yeah. a lot of fire and stuff like that. Squirtle is a lot of ice. And then uh uh Bulbasaur is probably the hardest one. It's nothing but vines and these crazy, the plant things, but they all have wings oh. and stuff. And it's like, it's really hard. <laughs> but I finally did it. And it was a bitch. But it was, it's cool because you get all three of those costumes and then you can put those in your courses. So like uh you can start oh. the course off by like being Bulbasaur or being Mega Man or being whatever. Um there's so many cool Do you get, like, the Mega Buster if so you got the Mega Man costume? No, but you could, like, make it fun. Because I've seen, like, other people uh, do, like, a Mega Man level where as soon as you. Uh, oh, actually, I don't know. Uh, but you can, like, make the world look like the old Mega Man levels, but yeah, you don't get the Mega Buster. Nice. But it, it, at it least it looks cool. like Mega Man. Yeah, I'm not against <laughs> it. Um, mm hmm. But it's really, really neat. Um, of course, there's, like, Metroid and Kirby, Donkey Kong, uh, Yoshi, different versions of Yoshi. Oh, it's so cool. Um, uh, let's see. How many are there? Uh, there are
0: – Jesus Christ.
1: There are, as of right <laughs> now, 153 different costumes you can get for the game. Holy shit. I think I have 10.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. You just keep but playing other like people's tech, these preloaded levels together, all of them. Yeah, you, yeah, you just play their levels and stuff like that, and then uh, that's that's how you get them. Um, some of them you have to play them on easy mode, some of them you play them on normal, some of them are hard, and then some of them are on extreme, I think. Jesus. But there's only eight levels, and if it's that hard, you can actually skip that. Oh, expert. Um, Oh, wait, these ones are super expert. I don't know. I have no idea. Some of these are, like, crazy. But, I mean, uh, you can skip a level if it's too hard, but uh, I've done that only a couple times. Oh, wait, I want to. But it, it's super good, man. I like it. Um, I definitely want to make a course for I'm, like, all the different Pokemon. Um, I want to get Pikachu, but that's yes. a hard one to get. Because um, you can oh, just on, like, expert? Well, no, it's not on expert, I think. Let me see. Um, I think it's on easy. Oh, no, it's on normal. So you have to get him on normal, or you can only get him on normal. And he's kind of a bitch to get because uh, there's a lot of different things you can get in normal settings. So it's like a uh, – it's a crapshoot. You never know what you're going to get when you do all eight of the worlds. So you just get one random one. Like, one – some of them are, like, random. Like, I don't know some of these characters. Um, I think they're from different, like, games and whatnot that I've never played. But I did get Wild Luigi, which I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh sweet, Wild Luigi. But I've nice. got Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle. I wanna and the other four Pokemon are Pikachu, Charizard, Jigglypuff, and Mewtwo. Oh, actually there's a few of them. And then ones that you wouldn't know are like Lucario and then Greninja. Oh, okay. I remember right. from the uh that one game you had where it was like the demo. I think Greninja was. Yeah, the yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. They both are actually.
1: But, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, those those guys are in there. Um, there's all sorts of them, man, uh, and it's really cool. I really like it. really like the game. Um, the level, uh, the level like creator, this, the course creator is super fun. It's super easy to use. Um, definitely, definitely cool uh, to kind of just. Diddle around with like new ideas and whatnot and there's different doors you can take for like shortcuts or uh add like pipes to take you into like the basement world, which is pretty crazy. Um it is a lot of fun though, man. I I've had a great time playing this game. Uh oh, it's awesome. I like Sun. Anyone that gets more Mega Man in my life or even someone wearing a Mega Man suit, it's good in my book. <laughs> There's even Sonic the Hedgehog, too. And he's in 16-bit, which is really weird. I don't know oh, how can get him. Uh, oh, you got to beat it on Expert, which is gay. But that would be awesome <laughs> to get him. I cool running, you can just, like, unlock uh, everything. <laughs> no, I wish. Uh, there is a way you can get things that you want, like, right away, but it's going to cost money. You know those amiibos that you see at, like, Gangsta? Yeah, I think I so. those are. Yeah, it's like a little toy, but it doesn't move or anything. It's like a little kind of like statue thing. You can buy those, mm. and then you upload them onto your gamepad, and then it'll be uploaded into this game.
0: Oh, nice.
1: I'm going to try You so can the get cheaper. them right away. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Probably not. Oh, come on, though.
0: <laughs> but, I don't know.
1: It's I, I like unlocking stuff so I'm not against this. There we go. Um Yeah, I keep you busy for but, a while. Yeah. I'm hoping my goal is in this one is to beat my level so I can upload it because it's definitely the beginning's kinda challenging. It's probably the most challenging part and then it kind of gets I put some good power ups towards the end so it's not like impossible. Um so you're running through and trying to get some of the power ups and whatnot, but it's not the most impossible thing but like you got like Kid Bowser and then Bowser's at the very end as, a, like, a boss. Um, and then there's different shortcuts that you can take to try to beat the game in one way, or you can do it in another way. It's just dependent on you or what you know in the game. And then I threw a couple of tricks up my sleeve for some things, but it's cool. I like oh, it. shit. Yeah. Oh, you should make a level and where, like, you got to fight, like, all the Koopa kids two at a time, and you just keep going like that through the level, and then at the end you got to fight Bowser. <laughs> That would be crazy. And the worst part is, that you can't. It's not like the different Koopa Kids. It's just like one. It's like Baby Bowser, I think they call him. Ah. I wish there was all the Koopa Kids. Oh man, this game would be so much cooler. Oh damn it! I should not have done that. What the fuck was I yeah. thinking? But uh, <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't have that. It's classic Mario Three. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, that's uh, that's another cool thing. So like, um, like when you're creating a uh, a level or whatnot. You can gear it towards, like, maybe you want the Super Mario 1 look, right? Um, And you can do all the stuff from that, um, like, from, like, Super Mario 1 uh, and make a cool, like, course. Um, Or you can go Super Mario 3 or the Super Mario World or, like, the brand-new, like, 3D rendered version of the Wii version of uh, Super Mario. So you got, like, four different layouts. Every single one of those layouts, you get different settings. So uh, maybe you got, like, the level one setting where it's always, like, the grassy area. And then you got the underground area. Then you've got the water world and then a ghost area or, like, a haunted house area. Um, uh, and then you've got the Bowser's Castle area. So it's just, like, you got all these different settings now, and now you can add all these different traps. It's, dude, it's crazy. Oh, and the airship from uh, Super Mario 3 where you go to the uh, airship... Uh, yeah, there's that. But you, the crazy thing is, is, like, the airship is only in Super Mario 3 and the old NES games. But you can actually make a Super Mario 1 airship or a Super Mario <laughs> World airship. Like, it's crazy. They, like, implemented all That's that awesome. stuff into this game. So it is definitely a blast to play. Like, I've been having a ton of fun playing this game now since I'm less ticked off about it. <laughs> Like I didn't waste my money now. Yeah, well, I didn't waste my money before either. Like I said, I got for Christmas. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Play this right. I got this one part in this level where, uh, because I made a Bowser level, and uh, you have all the blocks, like you have one block, um, you have a bunch of one blocks, and they're all like separated, uh, only a couple spaces away. They're easy to jump to, but then... uh, In between all the blocks, I have fire like jumping up from the lava. And then I've also got the fish from the water level. So they're swimming in the lava, but they're on fire. So you can't jump on them to kill them because you'll lose a life. So you have to jump away from them. (laughs) It's crazy.
0: (laughs) I was like, oh man, this is so much fun.
1: (laughs) It's hard as shit. I love it. It's good. I really like this game. And I definitely, if you guys ever come back over, you guys all have to play because it's a blasty blast. Oh, hell yeah. I wish they would make They'll a make levels. world maker. Oh, man, I don't know. They did. They had that one, but then they stopped it for some reason. I don't know why. Damn. That'd be the best. That would be the best. I don't know what the hell they were thinking on that. Did you ever try that Quint game, see if you can get it to work? No, I couldn't get it to work. I wanted it to work. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Oh, so hell, that's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> They look pretty interesting. All right. I can't can't play with the keyboard mm. though. It's not gonna work out. Yeah. Balls in my mouth. Balls, balls in my mouth. All the way to the beginning. <laughs> but balls, balls, sweaty balls. Balls in my mouth. Balls, balls in my mouth. <laughs> it's what America oh, wants. But, and that's all <laughs> I, don't I got know about that Mario. I think it's a great game, though. Um, I've been playing a lot more video games lately. I don't know why, but. Um, I've been finally playing uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. I bought it, like, probably, I don't know, two, three years ago. I <laughs> just never really played it very much. But I've finally been trying to actually, you know, try to do missions and stuff. <laughs> Four? Yeah. I'm pretty behind the times. Yeah, <laughs> you get know, five. Apparently, that's where it's at. Like. Like, that game came out almost, like, two years ago, and it's still humongous. Like, people play that game, like, I guess, like, the online thing is just amazing. (laughs) I would be so terrible online. I just step out and get killed. (laughs) Bam, I'm dead. I guess it's not too bad. Like, like if you're playing, like, Modern Warfare and stuff like that, like, those are games that I would avoid, like, the plague because I just suck at those games so bad. (laughs) Even just versus the computer, uh-huh. that I know that if I played online, I would just be pissed off all the time. So I have bored of that. Everybody's
0: like, oh, why don't you play this? We can play together. And it's like, well, because I
1: don't want to die right away. I like enjoying my games. <laughs> yeah. i like to have at least a chance. Yeah, but I guess Grand Theft Auto 5 isn't too bad because it's pretty even for the most part. Oh, what did I do that for? Oh, you son of a bitch. I know there used to be but, a lot of uh, ways to exploit it, too. Like Larry from the LCS Hockey Show used to always... Talk about it on the show like different ways to beat the system <laughs> and get like crazy shit for free and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, that's fix most, kind of stuff.
1: Is now. <laughs> Yeah. I'll play it one of these days. Yeah. I think it maybe it's tax season, maybe I should try to get a new system so I can finally play some of these games, the newer games. Ooh. Yeah, maybe Xbox One. Just might. Yeah. Oh, how much are Xbox Ones these days?
0: Um, let me let me find out real quick for you. I know they're not
1: too bad. Oh, I mean they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not like that. The first Xbox, Xbox One. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Can I get it for fifty dollars?
0: Nope. Ah, <laughs> peaches. Um. Let's see price.
1: For the most part it's gonna be about three hundred bucks. Yeah, it's like two ninety nine. So I mean it is expensive. There's no doubt about it. Three hundred dollars is nothing to gawk at. But um it's pretty it's kind decent. of cool and nowadays. Um I mean that's what the PS what the PS two came out or PS three maybe came out at that price.
0: Yeah. So I, so I
1: mean it's not too bad I guess. And a lot of the times the Xbox one and the PS four games Um, they've been or uh, consoles have actually been coming with games so it might not be a game that you want but I mean at least you get something (laughs) to play right away if you don't want to like buy a game right away you know what I really want to get is like Rock Band 4 I mind getting that so many songs on there Uh, I know somebody who's already got it so I don't need to buy it I don't need it
0: in my life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: it's true I suppose you don't yeah I don't want it I do like the singing portion but <laughs> yeah that's pretty uh, much all I need Like of... I don't even need yeah. the other instruments <laughs> yeah I bought the uh, the keytar for Rock Band 3 and I was like oh man I'm not going to play it I never did that <laughs> was terrible and I immediately gave up <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good that's good stuff <laughs> just did not work out the way I had planned. Yep. Oh, um so I played that clank board game. I don't know if I actually even told you this, but I played that clank board game and it, it is phenomenal. <laughs> like that game nice. was so much fun. Um we ended up playing it once and everybody liked it so much that we just literally god damn it. We uh we literally <laughs> decided to say, "Let's play it again," and it takes like an hour of play. Um, but oh man, it was so much fun because it's like a much better deck building game than I've ever made. So, but oh, it's so good, it's so good. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's literally. Uh, I'll just. I guess I'll just put it in this sense. You, it's a deck building game where you start off with a really crappy deck of cards. But you use those cards to purchase new cards to bring into your deck. So essentially your deck is getting better and better as the game goes on. Now what you do with those cards are you're traversing through this castle and then later into the dungeon. And you're trying to harness these artifacts. And then you want to get out of said dungeon because you can only grab one artifact. Um, So you need to be wary of which ones you want to grab. And the crazy thing is the very bottom of this dungeon is where the Uh, artifacts with the most points are worth so you want to try to get all the way down there before everybody else does and each one of these cards that you're playing is going to give you that movement speed to move down to the dungeon they're also going to give you kind of like different fighting power to fight different monsters that you can uh, find in the dungeon and all these different things are kind of taking place at the same time for each player around the game and uh, when you get out of the dungeon you know you're safe but at the same time while you're playing this game you're kind of almost on a time limit because um, there's a dragon in this dungeon and you're constantly putting this what is called Clank inside of this dragon uh, satchel, I suppose. And you're pulling Clank out and uh, you're trying to be careful that it makes not too much noise uh, so the dragon doesn't wake up and uh, burn your ass. Uh, but it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> intense my ass. though because
2: you're,
1: yeah. so you want to get out of the dungeon before you die because if you die while you're in the dungeon, you lose everything. If you die in the castle, you don't lose anything. But if you're able to make it out of the castle, because it goes, uh, the first floor is the castle, the uh, the dungeon itself. So if you make it out of the castle, you get 20 points for, just for making it out. But if you uh, if you die in the castle, then uh, I mean you don't lose any of the stuff that you bought. You just don't get those 20 points. But if you die in the dungeon, you've lost everything. So you, it's like it's a push your luck kind of game. Um, and I've played this game no whammies, those no two time. times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I've played the game twice, and nobody's ever died in the dungeon. It was super close on one guy because he didn't realize the rules. <laughs> so he was staying in the dungeon a little too long. But, oh, yeah, he was he was close. But he, I think he ended up beating me still, too, because he was way down oh, in the shit. deep. And I got out of the dungeon because I was like, oh, I'll just try to screw these guys over. Because once, once somebody leaves the castle, and uh, yeah, once somebody leaves the castle, every other player has only four turns left. So you can screw people over just by leaving the castle right away, but at the same time, you're not really getting gaining any points. You're not gaining any artifacts. You want to go down to the dungeon to get more points. Mm. Super fun, though. Like oh, man. But anyways, I guess that's my board wedding. game review as well. <laughs> you know, oh, too big, or else I totally would. <laughs> Damn, totes my go. <laughs> you gonna have to mail a bunch of games there ahead of time? I <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm already bringing so many other things with me.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, I brought my yep.
1: entire game shelf. Any you all? I got three game shelves now. I had to get another one. Damn, I'm moving up in the world. Yeah, the <laughs> other one's almost full now too. I think I only got room for like, I don't know. Let's see. I only <laughs> I room got room for, for one pack of cards. I got room for at least because I'll probably sell two of these games. Um, oh, dude! Um, I found I found a Machi Koro version of a game that's better than Machi Koro. What? Yeah. I don't think anything could beat Machi Koro. Oh, dude! You'll love this game. Oh, it's so good. Because Machi Koro, Is that- you know how sometimes when somebody rolls a dice, like, oh, every player can get something like that one resource, the one gold or whatnot?
0: hmm
1: So, like, if I if I rolled a three, every other player gets, you know, every player gets a one gold. Well, in this game, like, everything, you're always doing something during your turn. <laughs> like, or even if it's not <laughs> your turn, like, you're always rolling, and everybody's always getting something. You're getting something no matter what all the time. It's so much fun. Like, it sounds like you really? shouldn't be doing that, but it, it happens, dude. Like, like, I'll have a card <laughs> that says, all right, if I roll a three, I'll get three gold, and everybody else gets one gold. And you're just like, this is good. This is what I needed in my life. <laughs> it keeps me invested. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's so good. And you're just trying to get all these points. But does it, does it have a name that's as fun to say as Machi Koro? Uh, you, actually, in your world, probably Valeria. <laughs> I don't know. That's not as fun as Machiko.ro Koro. <laughs> but Valeria is almost like... Um, um, <laughs> Vagina. It's like a girl named Valerie, but she's got malaria. Yeah, malaria.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like malaria. <laughs> well, it looks like we have 19 seconds left on the stream. <laughs> okay, so, everybody. Well, I just want to you to continue to flip your tip and I want you to remember if you're not listening to us here on this podcast, you're probably doing something stupid. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody, <laughs> and thanks for listening.